You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Early Night Show Virtual Edition, or the Corona Cabaret. My name is Joshua Turchin, and thanks so much for being with us today. Some things are slowly starting to reopen. In Miami Beach, South Point Park opened, and then it quickly closed because people were not following the rules. Okay, come, come on. It's really not that hard. Mask, distance, and then we can all be safe and have a little more socialization. On a more positive note, the longer you don't listen, the more shows you get to watch and listen to of the early night show virtual edition, Corona Cabaret. Of course, I would love nothing more than to drop the Corona Cabaret title and just get back to the early night show live in New York City. But that can only happen if we all work together and support each other. Support and love will definitely help win this battle for us. And I'm so happy to welcome guests all the way from Los Angeles to the Early Night Show. You may have seen Lily Brooks O'Brien in the Netflix show, The Big Show Show, or the Broadway national tour of Matilda, Cameron J. Wright from Netflix's Family Reunion and more, and April Marshall Miller, who you may have seen on The Big Show Show, Good Girls, Liv and Maddie, and other shows. Hey, everyone. Hi, Josh. Hi. Hi. I'm, it's so great to see all of you on here. Yeah, I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having us. First, I'm really happy that you guys are all here as guests today. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I'm actually on a different coast than all of you in um, Florida, and you're all in California, right? Yes. Are you all from California originally? I am not. I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee, and then I lived in New York for a few years, and now I'm here. Yes, I've, I've lived in California for my whole life. So yeah, I'm pretty much based in California. Yes, I was originally born here. Woohoo! <laughs> so cool. I really, really love California so much. And I, I really can't wait to go back there as soon as I'm able to because LA and Disneyland and Disneyland. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, were there any projects that you guys were working on before the not so great uh, pause of twenty twenty? Yes. Well, I was working on um my Netflix show. I was working on season two, and um we got shut down while we were in the middle of um, the season. And yeah, so everything just kind of just went on a pause, and it was just kind of a crazy transition. But I'm just trying to make it work the best I can. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't really working on anything specific. Um, I was honestly like doing school and waiting for the big show show to come out. And it's out now. So if you guys haven't already watched it, make sure to watch it. But other than that, not really. And then I was also working as a guest role on the big show show. Um, And then after that, I just went through like the audition process and everything. Um, since we're all home now and we actually have time, where can we watch all of you on your shows? Well, me and Cameron's, but both of our shows are on Netflix. Um, so yeah, you guys can watch both of our shows on Netflix. Uh, mine is called The Big Show Show and yours is called Family, Fam- um, Cameron's is called Family Reunion, I think. Yeah. Well, I know that you are all on, like, you're all very, very accomplished TV and film actors, but did you go, like, straight into, um, did you start in theater, or did you go, like, straight into TV and film first? Well, for me, I started out when I was about five years old doing theater, but um, after, after that, I started asking my mom if I could do film and TV, and she finally let me, and I started doing film and TV, and I did a couple of 
little little roles on movies and then I finally booked and then I booked my first lead in a movie and now I'm here. Hey. Awesome. I started with theater. I was um actually I was, I had been just auditioning for like everything and I was going to just happy to take whichever came up and actually my first big role was actually it was in Motown the musical. So I started off with theater and I feel like it was great to start off with theater and then transition into like TV shows and movies because on theater, it's like all one take. It's like you can't like retake it because it's all live and just all in front of an audience. And with TV, it was just a good transition to go into TV where you can like just do multiple takes. For sure, especially because um, moving in from theater when I played Matilda, um, I played Matilda in the national tour Matilda. After I did that, um, moving into doing the Big Show show, which has a live studio audience, was a great transition for me because it had a little bit of both elements from both theater and film. And then for me, I probably just actually just sort of dived like right into TV and movies because I think it was like, I think I was around like six or seven years old and I just begged my dad, can I please start acting? He was like, no, you can't. But then I just like dug my heels in and just like went for it. And I'm really happy that you're here now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there a place that you all are really, really excited to go as soon as this great pause is over? Disneyland. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll say Disneyland as well. I yeah, love Disneyland. You know, Disneyland. Yeah, I think we have four Disneylands for the win. <laughs> I really want to go on the new. I really want to go to Adventures Campus. It's a new. Uh, it, they're they're making Adventures Land, which is so cool. But I think they're going to delay it now, which makes me sad inside. Maybe, yeah, but like maybe when it reopens, then we can do an early night show live from Disneyland edition yeah. where we can like where things can clear up there. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, um, I really love the song that we're all singing together today. It's called Love Wins, which is performed by Carrie Underwood, which she wrote with um, David Garcia and Brett James. I think it's so, so relevant right now to remember that in all of this chaos, uncertainty and heartbreak, Love and support will ultimately help us get through this challenging time. What does this song mean to each of you? Honestly, during this time, it's so important to know that we're all in this together. Our Everyone's end goal is just to make sure that everyone it doesn't get sick and everyone in their family stays safe. And obviously, it's going to be really hard because this is a horrible virus. But especially in this time, it's so important to know that we're all in this together and ultimately, in the end, Love always wins. Yes, actually, exactly what Lily said. And it's just, it's just, I like that the song's like a form of unity because it really just shows that like the whole world is going through something right now. And the best thing you can do is just believe that everything's going to be okay. And you could talk to your family and stuff and just the support from all of your family, like even the coronavirus can't bring it down. For sure. Mm -hmm. For me, pretty much the same as Lily and Cameron said. I would say that we all just need to focus on unity and having kindness for each other because even if people have different beliefs or people agree with different things, we all have something to relate to because we're all going through this together and we're all humans. For sure. I definitely, I think I'm ready to sing this with you all. I'm really excited to sing it.
definitely does win, and hopefully it will carry us through the uncertainty of this time. Although things are challenging, I'm so thankful for technology allowing me to bring on such incredibly talented guests on the show from LA. Our next guest, Natalia Bingham, was out in California starring as Lily Potter Jr. in the San Francisco cast of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Let's welcome her to the show. Hi, Talia. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. I know that you have been really, really busy, first touring the U.S. in School of Rock while your sister was on the Anastasia tour, and then and then moving out to San Francisco to start in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. That was such an amazing whirlwind. Um, what was your favorite part of touring with School of Rock? I actually got this wonderful opportunity um, of going on as Summer, the lead girl, um, when my parents were in the audience, actually, um, the girl who played her got sick. So it was not in the, like, before the show or in the middle of act one. It was in the middle of a song. So they were like, okay, you're on stage in 10. And I'm like, wait, who am I on for? And they're like, summer. And I was like, my parents are in the audience. It's my dad's birthday weekend. Oh my gosh. So I like ran into the dressing room, got my costume on. They didn't fully get my hair done. They just put something in my hair and they were like, woo, get on stage. So it was, it was so fun. It was enjoyable. And I loved, there were 16, well, 15 kids. Um, so I, I really got um, to have so many friendships and have so much fun with them as well. Um, yeah, I had so much fun on that tour. It was amazing. Yeah. I actually had a similar situation. I was I, I was on Christmas Story tour in 2015-2016. My first year I played Randy, my second year I played Boy Swing, and the 
first preview on my when I was boy swing, um, the it was like literally five minutes before the opening number. The kid who played Schwartz wasn't on stage for the opening number. And we were all kind of like panicking, like, oh my gosh, where is he? Where is he? And then um, I go back to my trip. I was like completely, completely sick. I, I had lost my voice. I go back to my, I go back to my dressing room and I see ev- the entire crew and these, um, and the associate directors just run at me like, Joshua, you're going on. And I'm like, what? For, for, for what? Schwartz, you're going on for Schwartz. And they're like putting the hat on me. I'm like, <laughs> I can't even sing. And, no, my voice literally sounded like, I bet your dad. Could. I like, I had no voice. No voice. <laughs> it's crazy what business is. Yeah, but I'm mean, being. Um, being, uh, understanding swing, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work, but it's definitely rewarding. Um, oh, what was it like being on, like, one tour with your sister on another? Did you get to see each other at all? It was, it was fun. I, it was, I didn't really get to see her a lot. Um, we, usually, like, at home, when we used to do local theater, we would be there for, like, everyone's opening night and everyone's closing, and this time, I wasn't even there to, like, Give her like a hug for her opening night. I actually came after she opened in like DC when she was at DC. So I was like, oh, happy, really late opening. <laughs> so it was really exciting um, for her. I was really proud of her. But most of the time I was like, well, I would like to see her half of the time. It's a little annoying, but that's okay. I mean, what can you do? <laughs> Oh, and uh, when did you find out that you were cast as Lily Potter Jr. in Cursed Child? Did your family all move out to San Francisco? So I found it out, I'm sorry, I found out in August. Um, I came home, I don't remember specifically what, but uh, my mom's like, go get the mail. And I was like, I already got the mail today. And she was like, go get the mail. So I went outside and I like opened the mailbox and my mom has this like headwig bag from Universal Studios. And inside was like this whole, it was, just, it was, it was wonderful, but this like letter saying that I got the part and it was, it was wonderful. It was, it was amazing. Um, and my, for the first few months of the production, my mom went out with me and then we swim, my, my dad and my mom switched out. Um, so my dad would be there for a couple of weeks, then my mom would switch out and then sometimes they would get together and then, uh, but my sister actually was still in Utah, still here. So we had to have, we at least had someone to be with her at one time. And she went to public school. So we had to keep her in school, keep her doing what she loved with a parent, then deal with another kid in California. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was so fun, but it was a lot. <laughs> but I know that must be so, so hard to be, to not be performing right now. And it's such a scary, scary time. But has anything positive come out of this pause for you? I, um, I've been spending so much time with my family. We, um, we, we haven't been together for the past three-ish years. So we really get to spend time, you know, watching movies, just playing games, card games. I also get um, a lot of time to practice like voice and voice lessons and dance lessons and I'll like work my skills and like it's amazing how much time I have now. Other than school, I have like two Zoom meetings during the day. I'm like, okay, now I got to get the voice done and piano and get everything done. It's it's really nice. Um, 
even though we're not like in the room, it's still nice to, you know, get everything done, even though you're not in the same state. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, really happy that you get to perform for us today. Oh, and yes. what song would you like to sing today and why you choose that song? I am singing Everlasting from Tuck Everlasting. And I wanted to sing it because it's just fun to sing. That's <laughs> <laughs> very I, It's true. <laughs> yeah, I love, love that song. And I think I'm ready whenever you are. Yes, I'm ready. There are two ways home down one long road. One clear path to conclusions. Does the story end or never end? Does the secret fade or is it everlasting? I could return to my mother like nothing has happened. Live like an imposter for six long years. Turn 17, then good girl Winnie Foster. Drinks from the vial and her past disappears. Two ways home, down one long road One clear path to conclusions Does the story end or never end? Does the secret fade or is it everlasting? Or I put the tugs behind me so much Talia. I love that song Everlasting and I do wish that Tuck Everlasting had been a bit more permanent in New York City. It was such a great show. My final guest starred in another great show on Broadway. I'm so happy to welcome Winter Donnelly who starred in Frozen as young Elsa and more recently was off Broadway in the show Our Dear Dead Drug Lord. Hey Winter, I'm so happy to have you on here today. Have you been impacted by the COVID-19 pause? Um, thank you for having me, um, perform today. Um, I mean, I, um, I have been impacted a lot. Um, I've, I am not in the city right now. I am, um, out of the city. I am in Vermont and I've, 
I'm really happy that I'm in Vermont because I've been going outside, but I was taking a lot of things for granted when, um, when, um, uh, social distancing, like, wasn't out there, so, um, like, like, uh, getting outside a lot, and fast food. Being friends. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I know that, like me, you ended up leaving New York City. How are you adjusting to being out of the city? Well, I'm in Vermont right now, and <laughs> I've been going outside, um, a lot, um, I, I'm really happy that I'm not in the city right now, um, because I would, like, die if I was inside every day, like, I would be so bored, um, but I've been really happy here, um, with my brothers, um, I've been making, um, songs with my oldest brother, um, yeah, we're, That's he has a band. And you were in Frozen on Broadway, right? Mm -hmm. How are you able, like, have you been able to stay connected with any of your castmates during this time? Um, I have. I was just in an acting class with Surrey. Oh, yay! Um, yeah. And I might be in another one with her. That's great. I'm glad that we're all getting to stay active and keep up with our craft, but is there anything else that's positive that's happened as a result of staying home in your temporary home? Um, well, my brothers get to stay home longer, so I get to um, be with them a little longer for the rest of the year. Um, I get to go outside more often because um, I feel like in New York City, I wasn't really um, going outside a lot and just like staying inside and doing like self tapes and like voiceovers, sometimes going in for auditions. But um, we have like a big backyard here and I've gotten to like ride my bike, sit outside, like, yeah. <laughs> and um, I think that's it. <laughs> oh, and what song would you like to sing for us today and why you choose that song? Um, I am singing Reflections from Mulan, and I chose this song because we have a lot of time um, right now, obviously, so um, it's a great time to look at your reflection and see the person who you are and see and think about the person you want to be. So you get to reflect upon these experiences. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I think I'm ready whenever you are.
joining us at the Early Night Show. Thank you to Lily Brooks O'Brien, Cameron J. Wright, April Marshall Miller, Natalia Bingham, and Winter Donnelly, and to you, our audience, for being a part of the Early Night Show family. If you're enjoying these virtual cabarets, please consider making a donation to the Actors Fund's Emergency Relief Fund at www.actorsfund.org to support people working in the entertainment industry who have suddenly found themselves out of work. Any bit helps. Also, if you are or know of a student whose show was canceled or postponed because of COVID-19, there's a chance to sing on our show. Just send an email to earlynightshowcasting at gmail.com and include your name, social media handle, and a link to a video of you singing. We hope to show your talents off to the world. You can find The Early Night Show wherever podcasts are found and videos of our episodes on theearlynightshow.com. Also, let's keep entertaining. Any artists who want to be a virtual guest, send me a direct message on my Instagram, at Josh Turchin, and let's keep making music to help the Actors Fund. Stay healthy and wash your hands. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.